So we are so we are joined by uh, Simpiwa Mantanzi, the Bulls of Prop. Um, Sim, uh, welcome to the bench, Roma. Thanks, thanks, Nathan. Thanks for having me. Here. Cool. Uh, before we start, uh, can you just uh, share your uh, rugby journey um, from Queens uh, College? Obviously, you played with Oyao and, and uh, Hollis and all of them. Now you are obviously at the Bulls. Can you just share your rugby journey from from uh, from uh, high school days to where you are at the moment? Uh Obviously, like you said, I played at Queen's College with Yao, and then that was in 2015, I think. And then after that, in high school, I got a contract offer from the Bulls when I was still 18. Then I came here in 2016, uh, worked my way through up the age group levels, and the 19 and the 21, Super Sport Challenge, Super Rugby Carry Cup. So, yeah, that's how it happened for me. And then, um... You obviously, as we mentioned, you come from uh, from Akoma in Queenstown, a very small town. Um, I spoke to uh, Musango Kamlash a while back. Obviously, he was the the, the Tuxa captain, winning captain of Vostik Cup, and uh, he captained the first first game in the Curry Cup for the Bulls. Um, now, do you want to share um, how it's like moving from a small town to such a big city as, as uh, Pretoria? Yeah, it was. I wouldn't say it was tough in terms of. Uh, like actually being tough, but it was a bit of a, an adjusting period, you know. Hmm. Obviously, like the Queenstown is very small. Uh, you know, everyone knows each other's business. You know, it's a very small town. Then coming to Pretoria, where it's a big town, you know, and coming from a black home, you know, parents always like, you know, when you go to a big city, hmm. you know, you got to remember what you're there for yeah. and everything. I think that's the most important thing coming from a small town to a big city. You got to know like what you're there for and just focus on that. Mm. Um, a, a while back, actually, you got to, you had a serious, uh, I think it was Achilles tendon injury. Obviously, you were out for a very long time. Uh, just uh, give us your experience on on, um, on your, your your journey when you got when you got injured, um, from when you got injured to where you are at the moment. Yeah, it was it was a very untimed injury because. Eh, mm. Last year was a very tough time, you know, I played mm. one Super Rugby game then I got injured after the game. I was out for about four months with a shoulder and AC joined. Then I started doing my rehab, then obviously it was lockdown and everything. Then we changed coaches at the Bulls and when we mm. started training again, I think it was the third week because we started with the conditioning phase, I think the first mm. couple of weeks. The third week as I was training, coming back from the shoulder injury, I tore my, I ruptured my Achilles tendon, which mm. is a very serious injury. So, mm. yeah, it was a tough period for me. But uh, so, to, but talk us through the, the recovery, um, um, the road to recovery uh, from when you got injured. Um, then just talk us through the surgery, how long were you out for and how long what, did you do your rehab for? Uh, yeah, I felt it was tough. Mm. I'm actually thinking about it now. Like when I saw my specialist, initially he gave me a time frame of six months from what he saw from the MRI. Mm. 
then I I went for the op. I think the op was supposed to be about two hours. It ended up being almost three or, or something mm. like that. Then when I came back, he told me he's like, when they opened it up, they found out that it wasn't actually torn. It, it almost blew up. Mm. So. I'm sure you're not a medical person, so I don't want to go deep into the... No, no, you can go ahead, boo. I studied um, uh, um, HMS, Moon Movement Science. It's basically like sports science. So you can go ahead. I understand a bit of, of your human anatomy. You can go ahead. You can share a bit. Yeah. So basically, normally, an Achilles rupture will tear in one place. Well, yes. just snap. Mine blew up, so all the fibers were loose. Mm. And there's actually like pictures I've posted mm. on my Instagram video. It's very... When you look at it, you kind of see that the fact everything was like messed up, basically it blew up. But yeah, but then you told me, look, you know what? It might take nine months, it might take a year, but you'll be fine. You know, he was very confident about that. Yeah. And then uh, but, talk, 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 talk to us about uh, the recovery period. I mean, your re- rehab at uh, the, at the HPC in in Pretoria. Yeah, it was it was a long time. I think I was I. My rehab was about, I think, 10 months, just purely on the rehab side. But yeah, I know with, with rehab, I always say there's, there's three different parts or stages of, of an injury. You know, there's a point where you get injured and you know you're going to be out for long. Then there's that second stage is when you start the rehab, you know, you, you feel good initially because you feel like you're progressing. Yeah then you know you're going to be there for a while and eventually things do stagnate you know you do get a bit frustrated because it's the same thing over and over mm-hmm. again and the third part is actually the hardest part is when you actually start running because in your mind when you start running you feel like you're close yeah but actually you're still very far away from actually mm-hmm. doing rugby related uh situations mm-hmm. so yeah that was more or less my rehab no, but good on you though, because I mean, Achilles, ten, Achilles injury is very tough and it's very hard to get back into. I mean, it takes a lot of um, strength um, me- um, mentally. So good on you as well. Um, now I move on to the next thing. I remember when I, I went with, with my family to Ekofimbaba. Um, there was a funeral at Ekofimbaba. And then uh, one of the like um, the, the surnames that popped up, popped around was Matanzim. Do you mind sharing a bit about uh, your surname? I'm sure, I think it was a grandpa, it was, it was a chief. Um, in the in the area, just talk us through about your your, your surname, Matanzi. Uh, I don't really know what to say. Flip. I don't. It's not something I really like. It's mm. whatever you know. That's how I always looked at it. So, but just share but, a bit. Yeah. Uh, just share a bit. Um, is uh, what's the what's the like? Um, a lot of people are talking about uh, the surname of Matanzi. It's actually quite a big surname in the Kosa culture. I'm sure you know. As you do mind sharing a bit, you know. Um, about the surname? Uh, all I all I know is my grandfathers were prime ministers, prime ministers of the Transkei back uh, in the apartheid era, and yeah, royal. I think we royal the royal yeah, clan. Mm. But yeah, that's I don't okay. have much. On that. I, I think you don't really want to share a bit about it. But anyway, let's move on. Um, you obviously were, were um, doing a rehab and then obviously pre-season as well during COVID. Um, what uh, do you guys struggle as um, as a team? I mean, for you personally um, and for the team as well, how did you guys adapt through through um, COVID with, uh, with training and for you as well with rehab? Yeah, it was very tough, actually. Like, personally, um, when I came back from the December holidays, back home I was just about to start running that was that part of my rehab I got COVID so I couldn't do anything for three weeks so that kind of stole my progress for about three weeks you know my my time period for returning Mm. to play so that was very tough and for the team it's always tough because especially at that time you know you can't sometimes you can't select uh the best team that you want to select because mm. someone is for COVID, but then that also helps. You need to adjust, you know, that's where mm. squad depth comes in. So, yeah. Um, obviously, you guys, today we're meant to play against, uh, I think, the Cheetahs, am I correct? Yeah. That's so, right. the game got cancelled. Um, what actually happened? I mean, you obviously know the insides of, 
what actually happened, uh, why the game got cancelled? No, actually, we we saw like everyone else. I think it was they said it was a COVID issue, mm. but yeah, sent us a message in the group, mm. and yeah, they told us it's cancelled because of the something happened with a COVID-related mm. issue to Chiefs or something like that. So what 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 happens now for all the guys who don't really know much um, about the rules of of COVID and Curry Cup? What happens now if a team can't really feel the team um, on that day? What happens? Do you guys get two, uh, four, the full four points or what's the story? Chief, uh, I don't want to lie. I'm not too <laughs> sure. I'm a rugby My job is to play rugby. That's all I know. Fair enough. Um, you, um, I see on Instagram quite a lot. You share quite a few stories with Conor, Conor Hendricks. Um, do you mind sharing your guys' relationship between you and um, Conor, Conor Hendricks? Yeah, like he's 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 the heartbeat of the team, you know. He's mm. such a he's such a clown, you know. It's actually interesting when people watch him play and when he is like off the field, it's a complete mm. contrast, you know. But yeah, he's one of the guys when I started playing super rugby, you know, I took a liking to and he took a liking to me. So yeah, mm. we've got a nice relationship, you know. It's always banter and jokes with him. Yeah. Um now let's move on to to his form um in the super rugby in the curry cup. Um, do you mind just giving us a, a brief um, a review on on his current form and how he's performed for for you guys at at uh, at the Bulls? Yeah, he's he's been immense, you know, ever since last year. The the move to center really brought out the best in him. You know, he's been immense for us, and his consistency has been unreal. You know, mm. gaming out every time he plays, is consistent. So yeah, that's been massive for us. Um, you were earmarked to to um be involved in the in the Smok um setup, but I'm not sure if they if anyone told you, but you were earmarked to be involved in the Smok setup before you got injured. Before you got injured, did you have any ambition of in, in representing your country in the, for uh, for the Smoks? Yeah, I mean, if if you're a professional rugby player in South Africa and you don't have ambition to represent your country, there's there's something wrong, you know. Mm. So. I, I always, since I was, if you play rugby and you want to play rugby professionally, mm. I feel almost like it has to be your dream, you know, and I always had aspirations, you know, For sure. to in my country and I still do, so yeah. Um, Speckman, I'm sure you played against, played with him um, and maybe against him. He obviously now, he's will be, um, he will be playing his first game for the Springboks this, this coming weekend against Georgia. Um now I know Jake White. I know Jake White's uh, sons, his two sons, um, we're pretty close. But how is it like um, being coached or playing under Jake White? Yeah, it's fuck. It's it, it's it's amazing. Sorry, uh, it, it's 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 for a young player, you know, to actually get to learn a lot from him. He's a World Cup winning coach. He's mm. won wherever he's gone, and he's had an, an immense impact on the pool since he came here. So just to actually you know, get some some insight, you know, be coached by him, learn mm. a couple of stuff is amazing for him. And then uh, one uh, formal, one last formal question. Um, the, the Lions played against Jap- the, the Japanese last week, last weekend. You guys will be playing against the, the Lions in, this, in the coming um, uh, weeks. What what have you, what did you take out, out of that game against, against the Japanese um, last weekend against, um, with the Lions? Uh, we haven't actually gone, like, reviewed the Lions yet. You know, we've mm. been, we're supposed to play the Cheetahs yet. Mm. So I think we're going to do that sometime this week. No, but your opinion, though, like, your opinion of, of, of the game? I, I don't watch much. I, I wouldn't, <laughs> I, wanted, I don't watch much. Okay, cool. And then let's move on to the quick fire questions. Um, and last bit of, of, of the show, we like to ask uh, quick fire questions, very informal. So let me know when you are ready. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah. Cool. Um, first question: Your role model? Uh, I'm not sure of a role model, but the one you look up to. Uh, I look up to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Eh? Okay, let's move on to the next question, and then I'm sure you can answer this one. Your rugby idol? Uh, Tendai Beast Mtawid. Best coach you've played under? Uh, I think my, my, my high school coach. I had a, yeah, my high school coach. Who's that? Second team. Coach, uh, Mr. Prince Lou. 
Okay, Good. hardest player you've played with? Uh, he's Long actually tricky. Uh, let me think, let me think. Hardest player? Hardest player that you played with? Uh, I'm going to say Alan... Alatoa from the Brumbies, the Brumbies one. I scrummed against him. My no, no, no. You first. No, played with, not a played, played against. Oh, your teammate. Played, played, teammate. Played with. Yeah. Yeah, Dwayne Vermeulen. Okay, so obviously you answered against. It was um, that hooker from the Brumbies. The prop, title prop. Title prop. Okay, okay, cool. And then uh, favorite roommate on tour? Uh, Lizo Kopok. Then last question, tomato sauce in the fridge or in the cupboard? <laughs> the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sim, thanks for joining us on, on, on the bench, Roma. We look forward to watching you progress through the through the ranks and hopefully one day you can represent the spin box and represent your country and your family as well. So thanks again for joining us on, on the bench room on Madiba's radio. No problem. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Ooh, cool. Hi, I'm Figile Mbalula, commonly known as uh, Razma Tazmba, Wizi Fligile on Flick. You are listening to Madiba's radio. Keep rocking the Metro Nana. Let's go. You're listening to Madiba's radio, opening up the waves for you to be heard. Uh, good morning, Mr. Rasmus. I don't know you well enough to call you Rassi, but um, can I ask you, sir, how worried are you about this COVID outbreak? Could it have a, a, a terminal impact on the tour, also given what's going down in Gauteng and with anticipation of the president's address tonight? Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, first of all, sorry for being a few seconds late there. Yeah, no, no, valid questions. Uh, but I think, to be honest with you, uh, yeah, you can call me Rasi anytime. Uh, valid questions. And no, um, you know, we have got, uh, to, just to give some perspective, you know, we've been in camp for three weeks. Uh, and, you know, today's the first day that we really can assemble if you take Regulation 9 and we, we can actually get our camp together with all squad members, you know, players playing in France, players playing in, in Premiership and, and so on. So today's the actual first day where we can actually get them in. Uh, and obviously there's been always a chance for guys coming in from all over uh, that there might be an infection or a positive case here or there. Um, so first thing first, just, just to say and maybe answer a few other questions as well. Uh, in one breath is that, you know, we've got three positive cases, as we said, um, all, all of those have, has to be confirmed. Uh, and this is the protocol that we follow because we in British and Irish Lions uh, series time now and we fall, fall in those protocols. Uh, you know, we, we immediately advise the committee, uh, we, we should look after those things, uh, the medical um, committee. Um, and, you know, we just in our rooms now currently just waiting for the next steps. Um, I don't I really don't think it's a um, it's a big worry in the sense that uh, it has been the first time the guys from all over has been together. And, yeah, I'm fairly confident that it's, it's an isolated case. You know, none of them are, are having symptoms. We'll do retesting and listen to what the, the committee, the medical committee tell, tell us to do. Thank you, Rashid. Um, Ken Bolin, uh, you're up next. Thanks, Ron. Uh, good afternoon, Rassi. Um, can you just tell us this uh, uh, medical advisory committee, presumably there are people from both South Africa and Britain yeah. sitting on it, and without you know trying to get the identities of the three guys, were, were these guys overseas-based players who obviously have to come to airports and that sort of thing uh, to get you? Okay, no, no, look, you, you know, we, we don't want to have secrets there. Uh, now, we've, I'll tell you the three players was also, or is also, you know, so the medical uh, committee, advisory committee, uh, um, is, is obviously made up of both South African alliance people. I mean, both our CEOs is on it, my CEO and the alliance CEO. And the moment we, we got our positive results or the positive result of the players, and uh, there's not one management that this, that, so that's lucky. Um, you know, it was late last night, we obviously uh, informed our CEO CEO uh, and the committee, our doctor advised the committee. So both sides are obviously represented on the committee. And it's Sabun Corsi and Vincent Koch and Herschel Yankee. So uh, it's a mixed bag. You know, Herschel is, I can't give medical uh, advice, but everybody had no Herschel already had COVID this year. Uh, and, and, you know, Vincent is coming from abroad and then Sabu was with us in camp for three days. So yeah, there's no secret or something 
dark or sinister about it. They're just unlucky. You know, they reassembled here and, uh, you know, they're not uh, so showing any signs and we just, we just here in our rooms uh, wanting to make sure that we follow protocol and waiting for the, the committee to tell us uh, exactly what they want us to do next, which I think uh, we'll, we will have in the next uh, couple of hours. Thank you, Russ. Um, Jan de Koning. Thank you, Jan. Uh, Russi, yeah, sorry. Uh, it's more of a follow-up, and I'm sure most of the questions are going to center around this. Um, in terms of contact, uh, have these three players been in contact with the rest of the squad, or is everything just uh, busy sorting out? Are you going through all those protocols and those issues at the moment? Yeah, I can likely say, you know, um, I'm sure my 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 uh, doctors and uh, medical team and CEOs are, when you ask questions like this, they think we shouldn't uh, go too deep into it, and I won't because I'm not an expert on this. But I must, I can tell you that the, the medical protocols or COVID protocols which we follow is, is very strict, you know. So the moment we reassembled at the hotel, you know, we weren't allowed to go to our specific rooms uh, for, for until we got the PCR test. Uh, and, and that makes it easy, you know. So obviously, as the guys got in, everybody was uh, following protocol just to make sure if there was a case like that, that, you know, the risk is minimum. Uh, but obviously, people travel here. Yeah? Uh, and, and, you know, uh, um, there, there will be contacts and, and there will be close contacts. But at this stage, as I say, we really feel it's it's... It's to the minimum, you know, it's so easy to control because we followed protocols when the guys got to the hotel, they couldn't even go to their rooms, you know, they had to, because the hotel is sanitized and, and actually uh, a zone on its own where nobody can come in and out except us, well, we're staying on our own in the hotel. So, um, yes, a long-winded answer, but uh, uh, they, obviously there would have been context, but I think uh, there couldn't have been anything done differently to make that to the minimum. Craig Ray, you up next. Afternoon, uh, everyone. Thank you, Rayon. Uh, Rossi, just uh, just on a technical point, how long between the PCR test being taken and and getting the results do you guys generally? I mean, I know for most of us in the general population, it's twenty four hours. I, I presume it's quicker for you guys. Um, yeah, uh, certainly. I, uh, again, I, um, um, and and guys, you must WhatsApp me or tell me when I'm treading on waters, which I shouldn't. But you know, it it's set up, and and with the medical advisory committee, and you know, uh, the Lions, and 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 Saru and Sares, who's running, you know, who's running the whole Lion series. We are under strict protocols. You know, the whole hotel, the guys are in individual rooms. Uh, you know, we've got um, on-site uh, people testing us here. So the turnaround time is is still long. The guys have to wait downstairs much shorter than the general public because you know we know we're getting foreigners in here which we want to keep 100 safe and I, I think it was between five and seven hours where the guys had to stay in the stay downstairs so pretty quick compared to the normal people yeah but it's still not fun <laughs> no, that, that's what it takes to play you know we're willing to do that thank you rashi thank you craig uh you're up next uh, hi, Rasi. I uh, had luck about the bad news, uh, but is it uh, too early to tell whether the Georgia first test uh, will go ahead as planned? And what does it mean for the other training sessions in the week? No, no yeah, fair question. Uh, I don't think the Georgia test match, in my opinion, you know, uh, just, just from uh, following the natural flow of how things happened and when the guys left last uh, uh, Thursday and the new guys coming in and who was in contact with who, you know, we've got a squad of 45 players, especially for that reason, you know, uh, um, you, we've got guys playing against the Lions next week uh, at our provinces, you know, so we will never have not enough players to, to first of all, play. And even if our players inside the camp are positive, you know, we can draft the player from the outside in who's anyway on a testing regime currently with the with the provinces. So um, I really think it will be 100% bad luck and it will probably be something more uh, external that, 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 that makes that decision. But I, I can't see that, you know, we will have enough numbers. You know, the Georgians came in today, you know, uh, so... Uh, even if we have to pick totally a new team, you know, these guys at the provinces that will be fit to be available uh, and be the Springbok team. But I'm fairly sure out of this group of 45, uh, you know, I think there's been very few uh, guys that are really actually infected. Okay. Me too, Cheryl. Me too. Thank you, Rashi. Uh, Percy? Percival, is that Percival Young? 
Er is indeed pas Boyan Grafton en Ryan, um, Grafton en Rassie um, 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 Rassi, kan jy dit in Afrikaans vir jammer dinge deel met jou doen? Net ter, ter opsomming asjeblief, Rassie, verduidelik ons net wat die situasie is. Rassie, kan jy net vraag oor, ek, ek vraag my, met my, met my ervaring klink met ander sporte, is die spelers wat jy genoem het, is hulle in geheel, is hulle gemakkelijk daarmee, dat hulle identiteit bekend gemaakt word, is dit iets wat hulle met hulle bespreek het, en net ter opsomming wat die situasie is en wat die platform is. Jacques, kan jy dan vraag vir jou net moeilijk vraag, hierdie drie spelers wat nou wel genoem is, so hulle, was hulle enigszins in oorweging geweest, vermoendlik die eerste toetsteen gehoorge? Baie dankie. Ja, precies, nee, um, uh, dit, dit sal, weet, ons is een nationale span, en ons het maar die, die dit is nie, dit is soos verkouwe, die man het een griep gekry, dit is nie asof die ouwens iets verkeerd gedoen het, en dit is ook om sy naam bekend stel, die weet, ouwens kon dit enige plek gekry het, so, ek denk nie, dat is iets duisters of so, wat ouw moet wegsteek nie, ek is seker al van, as jy nou met sy boon die manne praat, dit is maar net bad luck, jy weet, jy kan so hard probeer as, as wat jy wil, as jy op die verkeerde plek, op die verkeerde tyd iets gebeur, dan kan jy, soos verkouwe kan jy kry, dit is net, obviously, wat ons wil seker maak, dat ons so veilig moedlik is, vir die Brits en Eerse Leeuw, so, ja, nee, ons, ek, ek ken nie die reels met die ander sportsoorde nie, maar ons is gemakkelijk dat die, dat die ouders het weet, uh, ons gaat die probleem daarmee nie, um, en dan, ja, Jack, ek denk, was daar nog een vraag by my persie, of was dit alles, Jack? Nee, 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 die inpak van die van die reding op, 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 Ja, net, net die inpak, uh, net die inpak is basis, ons sou, ons sou vandag oefen het, en vandagse oefening is op die stadium afgestel, hy, hy is afgestel, ons allemaal wacht net in ons kamer, daar is een medische advieskomitee, wat bestaande uit uh, Leeuws mense, en uh, SR Rugby mense, en uh, weet, ons geef basis vir hulle die statistieke deur, hulle kyk na, weet, na die infeksie, en hulle kyk na specifieke sake, en hulle kom terug en sê, manne, luister jy so, van morgen af kan jy normaal oefen, of weet jy, sit die reouwens in quarantaine, of doen XY en Z, en ons wacht nou maar net vir die mis, en ons weet nie die heel beste is om eerder allemaal nou in die kamers te sit, en die heel veiligste wees, omdat ons dink, ons sal 100% seker, wanneer hulle kan sê ons kan oefen, sal ons kan terug gaan na oefening toe, en hoopendlik is dit morgen, as dit die morgen is, en as dit die dag gaan na, maar ons het 45 speelers, en op die stadion is net 3 positief getoets, en redelijk seker of van, een of twee van hulle kan daak een vals positief wees, of daak iemand dat hy vorige keer COVID gehad het, wat daak net nog tekens wees, so ons is redelijk gemakkelijk dat afhangende van, obviously wat hy komitee sê, dat ons week gaan kan oefen en vrijdag gaan ons speel. Ja, Pese, en jou vraag aan my was, was hulle beskikbaar? Ek denk die twee, ek praat van Herschel en ek praat van Sibu, hulle twee was, het was saam met ons gewees, maar Vincent het nou eers aangekom, so Vincent het nie saam met ons gewerk, so ek denk het so moeilik vir hom gewees het, maar ons het nou nog nie die span gekies en bekendgestel nie, so het het so moeilik gewees het om hom, vir hom om, om in die mix in te kom, hy moes eerst eerst sy medische goeikies gaan en alles, maar die ander twee was definitief in lijn en verkiesbaar gewees. Thank you, Jacques. I think that's an important question for the total audience on call. If I can ask you very briefly, just to translate and to give that answer in English, it related to whether the three players would have been in contention for the first test match. Jacques, if you can oblige. Yes, so Subu and Herschel, they were part of our training camp in Bluefontein. So they, and they have worked with us a bit, so they were definitely in the mix for team selection. Vincent, on the other hand, he only arrived yesterday, so, or, yeah, yesterday in the camp. So, so I think it wasn't that he wasn't on up selection, but we haven't selected yet, but he hasn't worked with us for a, for, for a while. So, so um, uh, he might have been um, a week later. Or, or, but if we that if they were all medically fit and fit to play, I mean, all three of them were up for selection. But I think the other two definitely work with us a little bit more. Uh, and Vince wouldn't have been part for our systems for quite some while. Thank you, thank you, Jacques. Uh, our next question goes to uh, Carl Fabian. Carl, are you there? Okay, we move on. You can't hear me. Then uh, Justin Ford, you're up next. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, uh, Jacques, 
You guys have been in camp for three weeks. Obviously, certain things would have um, been addressed in terms of style of play and, and, and conditioning and so forth. Not being able to train today um, and the uncertainty around potentially tomorrow and, and, and come Tuesday, is that a bit of a headache? Because surely you guys are hopeful that you would want to play on Friday, but not being able to train today, um, has it, is it a headache for you knowing that you know, you're missing out on a, a particular session with the team? Yeah, I, th I think it's not ideal in terms of uh, uh, we would have loved to, to just go on as normal, you know, do our normal training today and, and have the f week flow uh, uh, as we would have planned it. But I think uh, the, the important thing is that with COVID and with how the environment are changing, I think uh, to be adaptable is key, you know, so it, it happened. It is what it is. Uh, we want to stay safe. We want to keep our, our, our team as safe as possible. We want to keep the Lions safe, uh, as safe as possible. So I, I think the key thing uh, is to be as adaptable and, and have to make uh, plans on the run. And, and uh, that's what we're doing. Rayon, uh, can I add to that, please? Yes, please. thank you. Yeah, so so guys uh, and ladies, um, if this on the call, uh, just I think uh, basically if we if we remind ourselves that uh, you know on, on Friday to play against Georgia, there must be 23 COVID-3 uh, negative tested uh, Springbok players. So um, although it disrupts uh, our training sessions and and surely it's not ideal, but I, I can remember I think it was England who got Matthew Prout who was positive and he couldn't coach and I think Eddie was positive or something like that. You know, so it's something that happens all over the world. You know, it, I think Fiji with the Autumn Cup. So this is not something totally new. A lot of our players here who's played for clubs in the Premiership and who's part of provincial teams has gone through this. It's actually the first time for myself and Jock experiencing this because we haven't coached provincial or Premiership rugby currently in this environment. But I think if people just think clearly, you know, we basically have to put 23 fit Springbok players on the park Friday. We've got 45 in camp. Um, and obviously there's protocols that we will follow. But uh, that's why I don't think the test match is in, in any way uh, threatened. And then, you know, it's our challenge worth knowing that we haven't played for a while um, and now we got some three proper weeks under our belts but now listen the last week has been disruptive and you know we have to play it as we see uh, and play it on the run so uh, fairly confident about that uh, although it's disruptive but hell, uh, many uh, national coaches and provincial coaches or franchise coaches had to handle that in the last 18 months thank you rossi uh, i have uh, four hands up and um they were all of uh, uh, media that uh, asked questions previously, so I'd just like to get an indication whether you have a new question. Uh, Mark Leeson? Uh, yes, sir. I, I want to just ask about Pollard, uh, who obviously was a concern some time ago with injury, but we haven't really heard much about how he's doing in uh, how he how's he how he's done in the camp and since he came and you know, the, coming back from Montpellier and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, um, as fans, we're all worried about him. Is he going to be our star again? I, I I don't know if he I can't I don't know if he must he must train his way into uh, starting and being in contention. But now Mark is uh, training well and um, he hasn't missed a training session since he's joined us. Um, so yeah, things are going. He, he looks good. Good shape. Thank you, Jock. Uh, Craig Ray. Yes, hi. Thanks. Um, uh, maybe Rassi or Jacques. I'm not sure who. Uh, the fact that two of the players were in camp with you that are positive, one's from the outside, so we can sort of understand how that could happen. Are you a little bit confused as to how two players in the camp tested positive after, I presume, you've been going through fairly strict COVID protocols in Bloemfontein and on the way to Joburg? No, it's, 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 just, it's like getting the flu, you know. So, it's, it, I mean, I, I don't think... Like the guy coming from the outside, you know, Vinton's coming from abroad. So how do you explain a guy just flying and then landing and, and, and where did he pick it up before he came to us, you know? So, and he was tested on that side negative before he got into the plane. You know, uh, I think that's what everybody will always try to find out in all cases. Uh, um, our local boys, as we said, we were three weeks in camp. Uh, we're doing three tests a week, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Uh, and then just because we're officially reassembling, you know, we now did a PCR test, which uh, obviously we all know, all the public, you all know what, what that entails. Uh, and that, that returned three positive cases. So how it happens is hell. I mean, uh, the guys went, you know, uh, reassembled now. It can be 
um, at home. It can be in a plane. It can be, you know, as he opened the door. I mean, it can be anywhere. It's definitely not something mm. that happened in camp where the guys did something wrong, you know. So uh, um, mm. I can't tell you where. I would love to know. And then we can stop it. But I don't know where it happened. But I mean, I guess, yeah, there's a lot of alarm, but the reality is the bio bubble's doing what it's supposed to do. It's picked up cases before you went into the bubble. I mean, yes. the, cricketers, the cricketers had exactly the same thing against England in December, where the two guys didn't enter the bubble. Um, correct, correct, yes. And and, and are, are you agreeing and saying, yes, that it's doing its job and, and we're finding out... Yeah, I it, am. I agree. It's, yes, it's yes, doing uh, what it's supposed to do. Right? Yes, and that's why we're not... Yeah, 100%. And that's why we're not sitting here moaning and, and making plans how we can virtually coach for a day or two uh, until we get onto the park. And we know if something like that happens in a British and Irish uh, comp, camp, you know, they will follow the same protocol and things will happen to them maybe. Uh, and they will have to go into isolation or whatever the case may be. But, uh, you know, We've been fortunate to be vaccinated. Uh, we just want to make sure that other people are safe and, 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 and whenever we can be back on the field, we, we, we're ready for that. Thanks. Thank you, Rashi. Uh, we probably have time for, for uh, two or three questions. And we, uh, before we come to Percy for Afrikaans, I assume at the end. So we'll go to Adnan Mohammed. Adnan. Uh, uh, thanks, Raya, Naya, Rashi and Jacques. Just um, uh, away from the COVID thing, just on the British and Irish lines, the, the game yesterday, uh, just your thoughts, both of you, are just uh, first Russia and then uh, uh, the game against Japan. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. Thanks. Uh, nice to hear from you. Um, no, Al, um, obviously everybody knows about the, the, the injuries and, and the replacements. I think that will be disruptive. Uh, um, you know, I think the closer it is to a tour or to, to matches, to a series, the, the the tougher it is to handle. But then again, you can have that in the first. We can have that on Friday against Georgia. So, Alwyn is a big loss for them. Uh, Connor Murray uh, being appointed new captain, you know, we know him well. Obviously, he's a he's a player that can do the job for them. Uh, I, I think Jock can talk about the, the game itself. But uh, if you look at that Lions squad and... Although they weren't together so much, you know, being together one week and not having some guys available in, in the Premiership final, uh, Japan is a side we struggle to beat. So, um, you know, I think they've got rhythm quite quickly, uh, but they'll build up and we'll see how they do against the Lions next weekend. Uh, uh, I think it's going to be a great, great test matches and midweek games against them and the SAA game. I can't wait to see that. No jockey. Yeah, from my side, um, no, I thought they, they really hit their straps, like Rassi said. I thought they, um, they hit their straps uh, um, early on. And I think that probably speaks to Warren being on his third tour. Uh, I mean, he's got four countries that he has to unite, they have to align. Uh, and, and I thought he did. We, we, we thought that was one of the strengths, you know, uh, of, having, of Warren being there, having been involved in, in four tours, uh, being head coach in three. It's probably... Uh, uh, um, and successful tours, if I can say, as a head coach, um, he probably had worked out that formula on on how to get people aligned, and 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 I think you could have, you could see that uh, um, uh, clearly on Saturday. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Adnan. Thank you, um, coaches. And now uh, we go to Motsudisi. Hi there. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon to the coaches as well. Everyone on the call. Sorry, Adnan stole my 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 question. <laughs> Uh, so it's uh, already been answered, but um, maybe this one to Jacques. What is it about this game that you have drawn out uh, as Springbok coach going into into the test? Is there anything that you've picked up that you know you now have to focus on going into the rest of the series? No, much probably um, that they are um, four. They, they they are four countries' best players of the best uh, joined together. I mean. That's why they are quality rugby players. The squad that is selected is a well-balanced uh, uh, squad um, uh, with a lot of quality around the board. And there's still a couple of guys that needs to get into the squad. So um, we will have to make sure that we do our homework well. And we have to make sure that we are on top of our game uh, when we play them. It's going to be a nice challenge. And like, like Rassi said, Mots, I think it's uh, we, uh, one we, we're looking forward to. And uh, it's it, it's going to be proper tests, uh, you know. That's why they call it a test match because we will be tested on on various levels, and uh, and uh, we're very much looking forward to it. Thank you. We'll take one more English question, and then we'll wrap up with uh, Percy um, with a possible Afrikaans question at the end. And uh, Ben Coles, good afternoon. 
Hi both. Good afternoon. Um, just a quick one on on Conor Murray and him being appointed tour captain. Why do you think he's a, a good appointment? And could you see those sort of leadership qualities there when you were at Munster with him? As a jock myself, so e either of you or both actually would be great. Thanks. Um, jock, you can go first. Um, yeah. No. Listen. Uh, um, uh, yes, I, I I enjoyed working with with with. Connor Murr, as, as he's known, and um, he's a no-nonsense guy uh, in terms of not uh, lots of bells and whistles, and that, and he's to the point, and uh, he just gets the job done, and he's he's brilliant at what he does, um, uh, and it was a it was a privilege working with him, uh, and uh, we lost him uh, at the back end of our season uh, in twenty at the end of the, the back end of twenty seventeen. Uh, when we played in our semi-final against Saracens, not to say that things would have been different, but it, he's a big loss, and we felt it uh, when he wasn't there. So I, I think that's probably what what Warren and them. I can't talk for them, but what what you see in that guy is a steady head. He's uh, got a good skill set. Um, people enjoy him. Uh, so yeah, I think he's a he's a great uh, to a captain. Yeah, no, sure. I don't really have anything to add there, Jacques. Jacques summed it up. Uh, uh, it's interesting, the whole thing, you know, uh, there's so many guys that we were involved with or coached or even, you know, Tyke Byrne that was, was drafting late. We actually signed just before uh, uh, we got to Munster, from, uh, we got back to South Africa. So uh, it's going to be so interesting, you know, you look at all of those players. I mean, it feels so bad for Alwyn, but I remember he also came back from injury when we started coaching Munster and the, the, the difference that he made in that, in that team there, uh, he will definitely be a loss. But Al Murr and all the other guys, I mean, there's a Doge, there's so many other leaders there. So, yeah, no, we know we're in for a tough one. Uh, I think it's a good, good um, appointment. Thank you, uh, Jens. Percy, come on, let's with you. Let's conclude with you, Percy. Um, your question. Thank you, Rayan Adriaanse. Rassi, can I ask you a question for Jacob? Rassi, I was going to ask you a question about how many of you are. I think this type of question that I want to ask you from is Rick Moet Vram. I'm going to try it. Rassi, can I ask you a question? Word jylle, ek wil bykie as Devils Advocate speel nou, as een opvolg op Krik Reise vraag. Jylle as een springboekgroep, is jylle van vandag af, is jylle in een harde bioborrel, of word speelers toegelaat om huisjes te gaan met er tyd meneer. Jylle was verlede week nog laatst in Bloemfontein geweest, die speelers was natuurlijk huis toe geweest en nou kom jylle terug. Is dit die waar dat moendlik die infecties moendlik kom plaas vind die? En van ek vraag die vraag in die licht van jylle Enies op een voorbeeld. Die Enies is in harde bioborrels, die tensy jy my anders kan bewys. Is daar nie risiko dat van die speels by Enies moendlik ook die virus kan optelie? Zaak, my vraag is jou net in Kortlis Afrikaans, wat het jylle wijzer geword gister uit die Britse Leeuwse wedstrijd in Japan, meneer, as spromboeken? Ja, Percy, ek gaan jou vraag so antwoord, want ek dink jy is correct, dit is goed as wat baie technisch is en wat moeilik is om betekend te verduidelik, maar kom maar, die basisse beginsel is, jy weet, Exeter en Alekoons het gister in die game gespeel, en hulle spelers, Johnny Brits en Eerse Leeuwstoer, vanavond op een vlug, jy weet so, omdat spelers op een toetsing regime is, op een toetsing program is, en drie keer een week getoets word, is dit juist die ding, jy weet, as verskillende toetsen wat gedoen word, en dan is jy weer as een groot squad assemble, dan word jy die PCR toets gedoen, en dit is ook om het ding, soos, ek dink het was maak gewees, of kry, iemand het gesê, dat die setup, of die stelsel baie goed werk, en ek dink die stelsel werk baie goed, jy weet, ek dink daar is nog wees, dat drie ouwens moendlik is, en ek is redelijk seker, en hoop daar is een vals positief hier en daar, maar net soos, jy weet, wie kan ons vat, Stuart Hawk is daar gespeel het vir Exeter, en hy gaan nou in die Brits het eerste liefskamp, en jy weet, Exeter was definitief nie in een hard babbel gewees nie, en, maar daar is soveel maatreels en toetsing wat in plek is, juist om seker te maak, laat die mens nie iets onverantwoordeliks en gevaarliks doen nie, so, my antwoord is nie, het is recht oor die wereld die selfde, en die Brits het eerste liefstoer het gister begin, toe Japan gespeel het tegen die liefs, en ja, ons allemaal is maar onder die selle protokolle, en dit is definitief nie iemand wat iets fout buiten die lijn gedoen het. Persie van my kant af, wat is wees geword het van die Britse en Eerse Lews, is dat mens kan duidelijk sien, ek denk een van die groot challenges wat die Britse en Eerse Lews het, is om die vier lande by mekaar te kry en so gauw as moendlik belein te kry, en ek denk dit spreek boekdele van Warren Gatlin, 
Uh, je kan zien dat hij op, op vier Britse en eerste leeuwsturen was, en dat hij een uh, 3D hoof uh, africhter was, so hy het baie vinnig recht gekry, um, ek het gedink hulle was goed belein gister, uh, in die wedstrijd dat hulle gespeel het, en uh, ja, al wat dit vir my wijs geraak het, is, dit, dit bewijs maar net weer, jy speelt tegen vier landese bestes van die bestes, so uh, ons sal moet seker maak dat, uh, dat ons so hard as moeilijk werk, om so goed as moeilijk voorbereid te wees, want het gaan precies wees, uh, wat die naam sê, het gaan toetsen wees, uh, en ons sal maar net seker moet maak, dat ons goed voorbereid is op alle vlakke. You know there are times where before you say something, you gotta think hard and deep, because there's a greater possibility, it is a reflection, of either the psyche, the mentality, the character in the person, or it reflects a bit of background, and for fear of exposing where you come from, you think twice and consider perspective. In your face. In the, in the olden days when Jesus Christ went on through his lessons, he was never specific in his references. He would always use symbols. Because whenever a symbol is used in a process where something has to be rectified, none of us gets consumed. If I were to refer to somebody who would myama. I would put it like that because I am. But if I were not, then I'd put it in a way that has respect in what I'm referring to. I hope you understand. I don't. Hi, uh, Sean. Um, Sean, um, obviously the game was scheduled for 7pm on uh, Wednesday against the Western Provinces. Then obviously we've heard of the announcement uh, um, from the from the president um, regarding the, the hours, the curfew hours, uh, which is uh, business um, businesses have to have to um, stop at 8pm. Um, business activity have to, have to stop at 8pm. Now, have you guys con um, probably consulted with the SRAGB regarding maybe scheduling the time earlier on, on Wednesday. Uh, Nick, at this, at this time now, we've got no clarification on the time of kickoff, um, but I presume that it will be moved, and if so, it wouldn't have any impact on our preparation at all. Yeah, you can go ahead. Hi, uh, yeah, follow up to that. Uh, are you guys formally in a, in a bubble now, uh, looking forward to Wednesday's game and the, the following next Wednesday's game against the Lions? Yeah, our message to the players this morning, Jan, was that, um, you know, we'd like them to, to treat life as, as if they're in self-isolation. So they're basically coming to the stadium and, and, and going home. Um, we know that there will be, you know, consequences for the guys that don't stick to the protocols because, you know, unfortunately they might miss out on a lifetime opportunity of playing against the British and Irish Lions next week. Um, but at the same time, you know, we want rugby to continue in this country and we've got to try and be squeaky clean as far as our behaviour outside of the stadium is concerned. Michael, go ahead. Uh, Sean, Sean how, how preparation's gone? I mean, bar weeks are always a bit of a disruption, but it hasn't been a significantly long one, not a whole week. So did you guys actually have a break, given that it's only kind of second and third week? Um, presumably not. Yes, Mark. Um, you know, we we trained last week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays. We would normally in a match week, um, and we got all our preparation done for Western Province and gave the guys all Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, they returned to training today with really good energy and enthusiasm, as always, um, and got on with the job. And today was just a bit of a recapping on on what we had done last week in preparation for Wednesday's game. Did they change the, the, the bio bubble protocols? I was under the impression that this was 10 days, but I get the, I get the feeling that there's been, a, that there's been a change. Is it now seven days? Um, it's actually six days, Gavin. Um, you know, we go into quarantine on Friday. Um, you know, once we'll, we'll land in Joburg and then PCR tests will be done. And once we've got the results of those PCR tests, we'll go into the hotel um, under strict supervision and, and lockdown. Um, allowed one training on Saturday um, and then back into the hotel and then um, a training on Monday and a captain's run on Tuesday. Um, and then obviously following uh, PCR tests on, on, on the Monday as well as Wednesday prior to the game, um, you know, we'll return to Durban on Thursday. Michael, 
Sean, Mike here. Um, sure, so much going on in, in, in South African rugby at the moment. Um, so much uncertainty. COVID at the box. Uh, you guys are playing next week. Will the venue be changed? Um, how difficult is it as a, simply as a rugby coach to concentrate on beating Western Province on Wednesday night? Yeah, there's a lot of excitement at the moment, yeah, and then COVID, obviously, a little bit of a spanner in between, but, um, you know, like I said, I think the guys have, have learned to take it day by day um, and deal with disruptions, and, um, you know, when the second wave was here over Christmas, you know, we, we you know, we were dealt a few <laughs> um, raw cards as far as that's concerned, and we were able to get through it, so nothing's changed as far as that's concerned. I think the most important thing for for everyone here is to is to stay safe and to obey the protocols. Um, in saying that, you know, I think you know, with the British and Irish lines being the talk of South African rugby at the moment, you know, it's important that that the Sharks stay focused on the job at hand, and that is to reach the playoffs of the Curry Cup. John, I've just uh, question that the it's been raining. Um, last night here, I mean, in Cape Town, obviously, and, uh, and I'm just looking at the weather forecast, and it looks like it's going to still be raining probably a bit on Wednesday. Uh, does that make any, any any difference to you, the fact that you'll be going into a wet weather game? I don't think you've played one of those for a while. Um, no, you know, we've, we've got beautiful weather here in Durban. I think it's 28 degrees today <laughs> and really hot outside. So, yeah, it will be a bit of a change for us. Um, I've just caught a glimpse of the junior bot game and I can see the torrential rain there and playing on a muddy pitch in Stellenbosch. So, um, yeah, we've, got a, we've obviously got a plan that can suit um, both types of conditions and we're used to that um, and I'm, I'm sure you guys have all been witness to it so if we need to move into a kicking game we, we're able to do so um, but in saying that you know um, depending on the state of the pitch the rain does make it a lot easier to handle the ball than the humidity in Durban um, so we don't want to take a one-dimensional approach to the game. Nathan, go ahead. I'm sure, I'm sure you probably watched that game between that um, the Japanese versus the Lions. Can you give us a brief uh, review of, of that game and what you've uh, taken out of that? Yeah, I think that what stood out for me is the intensity that the game was played um, and how physical the Lions actually are. You know, they every time they carried the ball, they were dominant. Um, in saying that, they did give opportunities to the Japanese and I think if they were a little bit more accurate in the execution, um, you know, maybe it might have been different when they when the scoreline got to 28-10. I think they had two more opportunities to score tries and unfortunately weren't able to do so. Um, but yeah, I think the physicality and obviously the quality of the individuals that you're playing against, um, you know, is 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 is, is going to be a challenge. Um, but in saying that, you know, I think the local franchises are going to, you know, go hammer and tongs at the opposition to try and turn one over the British and Irish lines. So it'll be interesting to see how, you know, how well they settle in South Africa and, and, and playing in different conditions as well. Jan, you next up. Sean, I know the focus is, uh, as it is, justifiably on, on the, the Lions and all the games against them. But what, what do you expect this week? I mean, it's, it's, uh, Yes, Jan, I think so. Um, as we saw in the last 10 minutes of the game against the Lions, you know, they got a lot of reward by keeping ball in hand. Um, so I also think, you know, in the first game that they played, you know, they're a little bit more adventurous. Um, and obviously the scoreboard allowed them to to play a little bit more freely in the, in the last 10 minutes because they were so far down on the scoreboard but you know once again as Gavin said you know the weather down in Cape Town is isn't favorable um, so I expect them to kick it a little bit more than what they normally do um, you know they don't play much rugby in their own half you know everything from turnover they've been kicking long which does give you counter-attack opportunities and I suppose it's to get the balance right on on when to run the ball back in those conditions or whether to kick it back. Ken you can proceed. Oh, hi, Sean. Thanks so much. It's okay. Uh, 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 you have to ask my question. Can I go, Nirash? Go ahead, Mark. Um, Sean, uh, Kerwin, back in the team, he's had a little bit of a break. You just tell us uh, where he's at kind of mentally. Obviously, you have to cope with a lot of disappointments. And I guess the word from you would be, you know, 
know, to get back out there and, and you know, show what he could do. Um, yeah, where, where, where is Kerwin at? Yeah, it's great to have Kerwin back in the mix. Um, we did give him a break. Um, yeah, you know, everyone goes through disappointments in rugby um, and sport for that matter. So, yeah, it's not the first time this has happened to him. So, yeah, he's over what's happened. It's an opportunity now for him to to repre- represent the Sharks and also an opportunity for put his hand up for selection, you know, should should the opportunity arise throughout the, se- the series. As we know, that, you know, rugby is the nature um, it's the nature of the game that there will be injuries um, so he's got to make sure that he puts in a good performance to show Rossi and Jacques that, that he can add value to the Springboks cause Ken, go again. Can I go uh, Ken, 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 Ken. No, I, I do have one now <laughs> um, Sean uh, losing your captain Pepsi with Lezzi, that's obviously a, a bit of a blow um, is it a bad concussion or do you think just out this week. Yeah, just more that he didn't pass the protocols. Yeah, he's almost there. Um, so you know, I, I presume that he'll be ready for the British and Irish lines. It's just not worth taking the risk. You know, he um, he, he feels one hundred percent, but obviously on that on that test, he didn't um, pass all the all that um, various categories. But um, yeah, it's not serious, and um, we hopefully he'll be back and, and able to travel with us on Friday. Can I go now? No, Ashley. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Okay. Uh, Sean, it's the second the second weekend in a row. The second uh, this, um, it's the second game in a row we can find with a six-two split on the bench. Is that um, sort of uh, the horses for courses thing because of the the, the opposition you're playing, or is that your policy going forward? And the second one, it's also good to see. Dylan actually back in the in the on the bench. Uh, I see he's he's obviously covering um, covering flank this week because you've got Dan covering hooker. Um, are are you Gavin is in a transition phase at the moment. Um, he he is up for selection as a hooker as well. Um, it just turned out that through Pepsi's injury as well as having Henko Fenter out, that you know we needed to for him to fulfil a role on the bench. So you know he's going to be working really hard to get his fundamentals right and his position specific skills right to to perform at hooker. So we're not going to take that out of the equation. Um, it's just it's just for this week that there has been a gap that's opened there. Um, and then, yeah, just as far as the 6-2 split's concerned, we just felt that the impact of an extra guy on the forwards would, would add more value than the impact of one of the others on the bench from a, from a backline perspective. Um, it's also good for us going into this um, long campaign that we're able to change our forwards around from week to week. And obviously going into next week, um, in a very short turnaround from the British and Irish Lions to playing at home against the Golden Lions, you know, we felt that maybe having both packs that are busy playing will be beneficial to us from a conditioning point of view. So, you know, we could we could swap them around from game to game, having six playing and then six on the bench and then vice versa. Thanks. Yes, can, can I go? Um, Adnan, yeah? Adnan, go through. Go ahead, followed by Marco. Thanks, Navashi. Um, yeah, Sean, I just wanted to ask you, um, you spoke about the news for Stimbalani, Bowley. It's a guy that impressed me, especially with his ball carries and Kevin mentioned earlier about the weather. How important is, is it to, uh, to have a guy like that uh, carry the ball strongly? And, and, and also, um, uh, the name of Kevin Bosch was mentioned uh, with, with the kicking game, especially in that kind of weather. Yeah, very important. I think Paul is playing his best rugby since he's been at the Sharks, and obviously he's had a little bit of an extended run now, which is good for him and good with his with his um, match fitness. Um, one thing about Tembolani Paul is that he has ways of influencing the game, whether it be in a more or a more attack or more stoppage. Um, his carries are good, but he's also a really good defender. Um, so yeah, he's playing really well at the moment. He's going to be captaining the forwards on on Wednesday night. So when you've got a, a bulldozer like that carrying for you at seven, I suppose in the wet weather, it does add value to you. But at the same time, obviously, you know, Kerwin's boot, boot will be a huge factor. He kicks the ball really well, as you all know, and that could be the deciding factor in a game 
on Wednesday night where the conditions won't be suitable for, for running rugby. Sure, it's still early days in the competition. Um, so um, maybe you have spoken about the fact that um, dropping a game is not going to be all doom and gloom because there's plenty of time to catch up. But you don't want to play catch up at the end of it and hope for results to go your way. So keeping it, you're the only unbeaten team in the tournament so far. But it is, as I said, it is early days. But you know, just your thoughts on on kind of winning every game and not having to worry later down the line. Yeah, as, yeah, Mark. As as we know, um, you know every every game is important, and, and what whatever points you can accumulate now, you know, certainly helps relieve the pressure later on. But in saying that, you know, I've said it always before, and you're probably bored of hearing it. You know, we, we judge ourselves on on, on our performance, and um, you know, we we're certainly going out to win every single game that we play. Um, but obviously there's processes that have to be in place to be able to do that. And I think consistency in selection is one thing, but at the same time, you know, we do have opportunities to grow our depth in our squad in a longer competition. Um, and I wouldn't say that, you know, when you when you make changes, the Sharks aren't going to perform. We've got players here that you've seen in the preparation games that can make the step up to Curry Cup and, and did perform well. So it'll be great op- great opportunity for those youngsters and individuals to put their hands up, you know, to earn regular places in the Pro 16 and maybe in the important games later on in the Curry Cup. Uh, Sean, I, I suppose this is really a question I should ask you when you have fans back because um, it, it will probably apply more there. But you have played a, a competitive game against the Stormers at, at Cape Town Stadium now. Um, how different is it going there? I mean, is, how, how different is the experience going to Cape Town Stadium yeah, I think for, you know from a spectator's point of view, and I've coached in both. You know, the crowds are really close to the fields, but that doesn't matter for us now because there aren't any. So, um, I think our guys really enjoyed what Cape Town Stadium had to offer. You know, it's a, it's a, you know, it's really a world-class stadium and a really modern stadium. Um, so the facilities, you know, for the in the in the cloak rooms and the changing rooms are, are of the highest standard. So that's always refreshing for our players. Um, but in saying that, I think the experience of our guys playing in that stadium and, and obviously knowing that the Sevens had, had done really well there and having Vadnokok in our team, you know, it, it was certainly a motivation for them, something that they looked forward to and also a nice refreshing change. Um, I don't think anyone will forget the traditional values and and, and what, what Newland Stadium holds, but I think in life there's a time to move on and they've certainly got a world-class stadium available to them so our guys enjoying enjoy being part of that unfortunately we had a good result there the last time i said her from the city so her got to be witty witty she said him from the country so him got to be funky funky
is cheese, there are rats. Wherever there are rats, there are cats. Wherever there are cats, there are dogs. If you got the dogs, you got bitches. Bitches always out to put their paws on your riches. If you got riches, you got glitches. If you got glitches in your life computer, turn it off and then reboot her. Now you back on. Can't just put the cap on the old bottle. Once you pop it, that'll spoil it. Gone and drink it and enjoy it. Oh, mama, I'm a millionaire. Just time, 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 time.